0: Hello, I'm Boz and I'm Ben and this week we'll be talking about original wood, snooker pseudonyms, your morning brown and pub life. Welcome to Backseat Coaches. Hello. 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 You alright?
1: Not bad. Very good. A long time no see. It has been a long time. It has time. been a long time. <sighs> and I've spent all these two or maybe even three weeks yeah. thinking of one joke. Oh, well, it better be a good one then. <laughs> <laughs> Why should a drummer never come out of retirement? Oh, I don't know. Because of the repercussions. <laughs> <laughs> And then you can do a little vadoomch the, there yeah, as well. that's Yeah, that's
0: good. Yeah, I can actually play that on my drum kit. <laughs> that, that is quite good. The repercussions. I like it.
1: <laughs> did you come up with that on your own? Or did you nick it from somewhere? Uh, it wasn't phrased quite like a joke, but yeah. somebody said something along those lines. Right. And I was like, that can be a funny. <laughs> I'm stealing that. <laughs> Why did the triangle player leave the band?
0: I don't know. Why did he leave the reggae band? Is what the joke is. I've messed up <laughs> <laughs> because it was just one thing after another. <laughs> uh, I messed up the joke. Three weeks. I know. Three <laughs> well, weeks. You've had just, to do that. <laughs> I just picked that one on the fly. <laughs> did you see about the the levitating dart? In the I darts? didn't. I didn't. Did you not? Have I you haven't. seen the video? I haven't. Oh, why have you not watched the video? It's your homework. <laughs> i watch it live now. you watch it live and i'll describe it um so this, as i'm watching it yeah not this was yet. as well i can <laughs> i can do some background while you're, while you're fiddling around with your phone uh this was at the pdc premier league which i don't know what all the different things in darts are I it's like uh boxing and belts it's, isn't exactly, it? exactly but is one better than the other i don't know i've no idea like if there's quality levels because it's it's not like weight differences or anything it's just <laughs> random because <laughs> if it was they'd all be in the heavyweight bit <laughs> well you can throw it much harder <laughs> it's got to put a lot of weight behind it yeah well i just i i don't know do you know in in boxing do, yeah do they have you know all the different brands they have like a super heavyweight and a heavyweight belt for each of the different like bdo or whatever the things are is that how it works or are there different is there four different heavyweight belts and then four completely different other welterweights? So. Yeah, I think that's what it is. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> I don't I just don't <laughs> it's so it makes it so hard to follow. Yeah. Because yeah, finding the, the actual heavyweight champion. That's why I like it when they unite the belts. Yes. <laughs> and then you <laughs> and then you like, ah. just need to know one person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's he's all of them. That's fine. And that's how he should be, isn't it? <laughs> if you're the champion of the world you should just be one belt.
1: Completely different topic. Fury might be retiring after yeah. defeating Dillian White. Yeah, did you see that fight at all? I watched the highlights. That. I've watched the highlights
0: as well. It was a great. Well, it wasn't a great fight, but it was a great punch. From... Lesson. Yeah, <laughs> it was. He uh, Fury just looked untroubled. Yeah,
1: just just I don't know, almost not toyed with him. But he's just... nonchalant, isn't he? Yeah. When he
0: fights somebody who he doesn't think like that was what was really interesting about the him versus uh, what's his name, the Bonds Bomber. What's his name? the proper guy <laughs> Deontay Wilder <laughs> like that, those fights it looked like Tyson Fury was actually trying yes but I think the first time I've ever I've never watched another fight of his fully but I've watched the highlights mm. and in the highlights he's just like dicking around and like he doesn't feel troubled generally yeah. by opposition and that's what it looked like with this Dillian White fight he just did not look troubled by Dillian White at all don't think Dillian White got a punch in really
1: no he was like He's surprisingly quick, even when he's... Fury. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was just like a, a lesson almost. Yeah,
0: He just kept him at, at range with his ridiculously long arms. Mm. And Dillian White just couldn't get in close at all. Had it gone the full distance, it might have been an interesting fight if Tyson Fury could have kept the energy up because he did get knocked down by uh, Deontay Wilder. I forgot his yep. name again. Um, so he, it's cap- people are capable of knocking him down. But in that fight in the six rounds that they went it didn't look like a yeah. proper fight at all it looked like he was boxing a little child and like just keeping him at distance yeah. like try <laughs> and get me just try and get me and then just smacked him in the face with the upper cut, yeah. which was a massive hit um, and Dillian White is very keen for a rematch
1: why? <laughs> I what don't, I don't I don't what are you, you going to more... bring that's different? Yeah, what more can
0: you do? <laughs> yeah. Like, I can understand rematches in the case of, like, the, what is it, Andy Ruiz? Was that his name? Yeah. The guy who beat Anthony Joshua. I can understand Anthony Joshua wanting to fight him again because he came in, it seemed like he came in cold to that Andy Ruiz yeah. fight and that he lost it because he didn't prepare properly.
1: Yeah. Or losing on points.
0: Yes. Any points decision. Yeah, absolutely. See the point. If you get knocked out in the sixth round, having not landed a punch, you probably shouldn't bother. You yeah. <laughs> probably don't bother, Dillian. <laughs> Going back to the darts thing, I've watched we the video. We watched filled it? It <laughs> <filled> well. <laughs> we've filmed it very well. We've filmed in five minutes of time. <laughs> Everyone's so happy that we've <laughs> filled, wasted those five minutes of their lives. Um, did you see it? So you've seen it. I've seen it. The levitating dart—it's pretty unbelievable. So, and James- what's the rule? I, I honestly don't know. It, it, like, so to, I guess we to, should describe to it. To Fill yeah. in the <laughs> listeners. Yeah, James Wade was playing in the PDC Premier League in the heavyweight division. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely in the heavyweight division. <laughs> um, so through through one, I think it was in the triple twenty, the first one yeah, around it's there a at good least. Dart, yep. Yeah, and his second one literally goes through the flight of it. I think yeah, of and, that first and, dart and just stops and stops and doesn't reach the board. Yeah. The point is just hanging out there. It is quite incredible. And you wouldn't think it was possible, but I guess I guess all things are possible. But
1: Yeah, I mean, they, a lot of darts get thrown, yeah, so probability. It,
0: eventually it's likely to happen, but I've certainly never seen it. I've never even thought it a possibility. Yeah. It doesn't like, what I thought might have happened was like the point went through the flight. But I think it can't have been that because it would have stopped no. at the bit where it gets thicker. It just sort
1: of just lands
0: on it yeah just <laughs> yeah it's very weird Like i will post the video on our website because you've got to see it really to believe it and i'm still not
1: sure what to believe well, <laughs> well apparently we think it's newsworthy so. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and we might be the only ones <laughs> so. backseat
0: coaches presents wwe Brackets s
1: I've got another WWE for us. Hooray. World's weirdest event. Yeah. Bracket Sports. Bracket
0: Sports. Good. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Is it a good one? Are we excited? Uh, It's quite good. good. It's quite
1: good. It has been recommended Ooh. by uh, somebody I play Frisbee with. Okay. Somebody on the Masters team. Yeah. He plays this a lot. Oh. It's very much a game that Frisbee players will take with them. Okay. Oh, and okay. He he listened to an episode of our podcast. Oh. Just the one, I think. Oh, Lazy. Boo. Um, he did say very funny, but like how my mom might say, oh, yes, it's very <laughs> funny. <laughs> Damning with fake praise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and, and he was like, you should do
0: this. So Cool. So maybe he'll listen again and then he'll be hooked. That's all it takes. <laughs> it? It's just the <laughs> second one. The first one, people go, oh, I'm not sure. And then the second one, in in for life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, should we do some names? Yep, let's do some names. Uh, do you want to do yours? So, I haven't gone for WWE names. Oh. I've gone for snooker nicknames. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Um, and from what I could see of the list of snooker nicknames, <laughs> they, there's one of two ways you can go. Yes. And it's like the something of somewhere. Yeah. Like yeah, the, yeah. the Potter of Peterborough.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, Sean Murphy's is something like that, isn't it? The something of Leicester, or I think he's. So, uh, yeah, I what he is? There's someone who's the
1: wizard of. The Welsh wizard, I think there's, that's There's Mark
0: the Welsh wizard Williams, so that'd, Mark, Welsh wizard, Williams.
1: Yeah. so that'd be Mark, the Welsh wizard Williams. Yeah. So that's the other way you can yes. go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's like the Potter of Peterborough, and yeah, like okay.
0: That. <laughs> the Potter of Peterborough sounds like something out like of Robin
1: Hood. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of that. So you can be, the granite. Of the Grange over Sands. Oh, uh, this is why you ask me where I'm from. I yeah. see. <laughs> the Warrior of Warrington, but as in the, the nervous. <laughs> <laughs> the Warrior. Yeah. That's, that's, more, that's more apt <laughs> yeah. than, than the Warrior. Or you can be James, bish bash bosh, just put the balls in the holes, snooker's <laughs> easy in it, Boswell. <laughs> That's funny because it's not true for the way I play snooker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was watching today and uh, Yan Bing Tao took on a shot and he missed the f- he missed the pocket by about three foot. I was like, that's that's the sort of snooker I play. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> Bish bash bosh. Uh, <laughs> Give, it just <laughs> <laughs> Give it a whack and just hope. Give it a whack and hopefully you don't leave something for the other person. That's the way I play. <laughs> uh, so I will be... The Warrior of Warrington. I think that's that's the most descriptive of what I'm actually yep. like. <laughs> well, you've also got a snooker uh, theme this week, or Q Sports theme at least. Okay. Um, so you can be acting the pool. Yep. You can be I'll smack Q. Smack Q. I see. Sort of. I see, yeah. Or you can be the cross double.
1: That's good. That's quite good, isn't it? I was quite quite pleased with that. that,
0: That's good because I replaced that. I I was going to have just John Virgo. You were just going to be John (laughs) Virgo. (laughs) Where's the white ball going? I'll be um,
1: the cross double. You can be the cross double. Okay, cross double. What have you got for me? So I was told to talk about the game these people think they play, which is called Smite, or what I was told was Smite. Okay. So I looked up Smite mm-hmm. and Smite is ever so slightly different Ooh, from the game they were playing. Oh I see. So I was like, well, I can't stand for this. Yeah. It's, it's gotta be right. Uh huh. So uh did quite a bit more digging and the game they're actually playing is Molki.
0: Okay. Or
1: Fincher. But those, but in Finnish. I was going to say it sounds (laughs) Finnish. Just from the way you're saying them, it sounds Finnish because it's impossible
0: to pronounce Finnish words.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So this is a Finnish throwing game invented in 1996. Okay. You have one throwing pin, which is like a cylinder of wood, Mm -hmm. and 12 shorter wooden pins or skittles. Okay. Okay each of the 12 skittles have a number on it 1 to 12 mm-hmm. uh, you initially like place all the 12 pins in a very tight group there there is a specific uh, order a to put them in yeah, yeah. shape is sort sort of like a diamond but, uh, so it goes 2 3 4 3 two pins three pins right four okay three yeah pins. yeah I got uh, all very tight and from about 3 to 4 meters away you throw the throwing pin and try to knock them down okay if you knock down a single pin uh-huh you score the number on that pin okay if you knock down more than one pin you just score the number of pins you knocked over right okay um after each throw, the pins are stood up where they lie. So as the game goes on, they get more and more spread out. Oh, okay. You don't reset every time.
0: Yeah. So you just you would, as you knock them over, they're going to get spread out. Yeah. And how how do you determine where they stand up? They just stand up on,
1: on the like you just tilt them upwards. Yes. And that's how they yeah. Go. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, first player to reach exactly fifty points wins. Scoring uh-huh. over fifty points. Your score is set back to 25.
0: Yeah, I have a feeling I've played this. Now yeah. you're describing it more, I feel like I've played this. So yeah. it's, it's like a garden game. Yes. Sort of. It's, uh, it's like, um, what's, the, what's the game where you, if you go past, you have to kind of start again? It's kind of like Pontoon, but you go bust in Pontoon if you go past. Yeah. It's a bit like in Snakes and Ladders, where if you don't get the exact number, you have to go back the same number. But you don't. How go... some people play Snakes and Ladders. Yeah.
1: You know, like grown-ups. No, yeah, yeah, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you completely miss all the pins three times in a row, you're out. Interesting.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, because there's times where you would not be wanting to go for many pins to try and get exactly to the score. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bit of jeopardy. Yes. Wait, you're out completely?
1: Yeah. You don't just go back to zero? No. Oh, harsh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,. So that is the uh very old traditional Finnish game. <laughs> very old. It's from nineteen ninety six. Lulky. Smite, what they told me they were playing. Yeah. Only differs in that there are only ten pins rather than twelve. Oh, uh, okay. And they are arranged in a triangle.
0: Yeah, like a, a bowling yeah.
1: setup. Uh small difference, but significant. Apparently. Um and that was that was uh invented they say in 2005 in Cornwall. And you go on their website and it says like smite the original wooden game. Really? Wow. <laughs> That's brave. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just- not just like the original Game where you're throwing wooden <laughs> things no. at other wooden things. There are no other wooden in games. In a race to 50. <laughs> the original game made of wood. Invented in 2005. Of all games. <laughs> <laughs> that's ignoring like cricket as yeah. wood. <laughs> Tennis.
0: <laughs> that's uh, that's a very bold claim, Cornwall. <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon it's like a traditional Cornish game or have they literally invented it in 2005? From what I could see... It looks like it was invented in 2005. Wow. <laughs> that's We should tell the finish about it or something. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Someone needs to know about this. The World Championships of Mulkey have been held since 2001. Um, there are now associations all across the world. 26 countries have a Mulkey association.
0: It's amateur, I assume. No yeah. professional.
1: Yeah, no professionals. But World Championships is quite cool. The US have a Mulkey tour, which has been sanctioned by the USA Mulky Association wow. since 2014. And has held a national championships every year since 2014. And the same people have won it every no year way. <laughs> since 2014. No, they're the only people who turn off. So you can play singles or doubles. Uh-huh. I think doubles you just alternate. Yeah, okay. Um, who throws. Yeah. Uh, so the Berserkers, Coleman, Ridey, and Clint Childers have won it. They always win. Every year, up to 2020, and then I presume 2021 yeah. was uh, a bust. Yeah. yeah. Um, Do you play,
0: you must play like a number, competitively, they must play like a number of frames or a number of, set it up, number of times to 50, right?
1: I don't know. I couldn't see any sort of... Description of the world championships, say, yeah. and like previous and past winners.
0: You've got to think that you play a few, at least. Because it would be very short otherwise, right? Uh,
1: Yeah, I guess so. When I've... I haven't actually played, because... Hmm. I don't know how people have the energy after playing a frisbee match. Yeah. Some of us leave it on the field.
0: As <laughs> <laughs> all those people are just jogging around and saving it saving it for the Mulcahyano. Oh, do, don't to hurt my hand for, <laughs> for Smite.
1: Um, they play... They don't just play one against one. They play like four or five people at a time and just take it in turns uh, and you just remember yeah. your own score. Okay, yeah. So whether you could do that at a world championships or whether it is Perhaps, just like one-on-one... Yeah, you wouldn't
0: necessarily. Yeah, you wouldn't necessarily have to have a knockout tournament. I was thinking knockout, mm. but if you got knocked out having played one one set, that would be terrible. So yeah, yeah. probably need to have uh, a group or.
1: And also, it might make a difference who goes first.
0: Yeah, if it's first person to it, I guess do you get to finish the turns? You get to finish the round. I don't know. It just yeah. says
1: first to fifty. Yeah. In which case, it's who goes first. But mm. the first shot could be quite significant because if yeah, that was never. I've never, affects, I've never yeah. seen anybody spread them out. Wildly no. from the first shot because they're quite heavy wooden yeah, pins. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is but if hint. you could, you could really mess other people up. Because you, you could, could get 12 yeah, if you right knock away everything
0: down, and knock them really far away. Yeah, but I, th- I feel like knocking them really far away is actually not that unbeneficial to everyone else because they can just go for a single one, right? And yeah get fairly good scores. Like yeah. knocking everything down isn't that much more beneficial than just knocking one of the high-valued ones over.
1: But when they're in a tight pack, that first shot is probably quite easy for a seasoned yes. pro to knock them all down. Yeah, yeah, probably. And if in doing that, you can spread them out quite a lot as well.
0: Yeah, you'd get a fairly good score for your first round, but it's still only one round. You like you get of, to 12, yeah. and then, you, then you're in the same boat
1: as everyone else. So from what I... One of the main selling points of Smite... Mm-hmm compared to mulky is it, it's the original wooden game is that it's the original <laughs> um is that it is much easier to calculate the perfect round is is five because you just hit oh, 10 the
0: perfect score yeah the perfect way to win yeah yeah you just hit the 10 every time yeah yeah that's a good point it's a good point that 12 doesn't divide into 50 yeah so.
1: <laughs> but then you have to go for a different pin that's true. In fact, it's more tactical. Yeah. 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 Because if you get the twelve every time, you lose. It, yes. Yeah. Um, so the 2016 was the first year World championships, was, championships were held outside Finland, and they were mm-hmm. held in France, and then 2017 Czech Republic.
0: Oh, so they're every year the world. Yeah,
1: uh-huh. and then since then, it's pretty much just gone back to Finland. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So the, Smite does have its own World Championship quote world championship yeah in cornwall where it originated <laughs> <laughs> where it originated in yeah. they also in uh the same sort of area of cornwall in, in like quite close yeah. uh, proximity they hold the uk cub championship and cub is another game where you throw wooden blocks at wooden blocks. Yeah. Not the original. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've played Cub as well, but I can't remember what the rules are of Cub. So that's the one where you have um like cuboids uh-huh. and you have to try and knock them over with like longer, thinner sticks.
0: Where they start on the line. Yes. Yeah, so it's, like it's you... Viking chess. Yes. Yeah. There's another yes. name for it, isn't it? Get yeah, to yeah. Move closer. I think we've talked and about that on yeah. the show,
1: haven't we? Yeah. Um so y- yes, you can uh play the UK Cub World Championships cub UK championship standard right. Cornwall. I think there is a Cub World Championships. Cub okay. is a uh, much longer yeah. standing more established. Well, it was, but unoriginal. Is it? Well so they stole it's it it's not f- the original is it? Well it's not, it's not <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. It's not the original really. <laughs> I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten we know that disclaimer for sure. That that's definitely true. <laughs> yeah. I did to enter the Smite World Championship is only £2 is it yeah
0: <laughs> well, I guess we just got to get to Cornwall that's the problem yeah. isn't it it's <laughs> expensive to get to
1: Cornwall so. and to stay there yeah and, I, I presume it's over two day oh, or least, days or several days it's going to be weeks and, probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you need to be in a hotel yeah. what I did see and didn't write down any of were the names of the cub teams so that might be an upcoming game I okay think. No. <laughs> i'm excited i i, I did see yeah. one and it stuck out for me and it was team amber entered by amber so <laughs> it's, just, it's just her it's just, just amber on her own bigging yourself up there a little bit
0: <laughs> all my groupies like my manager
1: my physio it's team amber it's the whole team it's team amber um so yeah i i don't know where we can play Mulkey in the UK no but I guess that's because Smite well
0: it's it's the original so you, yeah. why would you play anything else why would you play yeah. else? <laughs> <laughs> I'm keen for a game should we go for a game <laughs> yeah. should we go play I've got a lawn out there <laughs>
1: <laughs> and would you rather So based on that WWE, the Mm -hmm. would you rather is, would you rather play Smite all the time or have friends? (laughs) (laughs) Hope you're all listening. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not that at all. (laughs) It is, would you rather have a great snooker nickname, but be a distinctly average pro player? Oh, yeah. Or be a great pro player with a terrible nickname. Terrible nickname. A great snooker nickname could be the Warrior of Warrington. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is, is a goodie. <laughs> I don't have any examples of bad ones. <laughs> no, I was trying to like I am trying to think of some bad ones. James the Jam Boswell. <laughs> the jam.
0: <laughs> That's not in the style of what they would call a snooker player at all. I've That's had not... a look at some of them, and it certainly is <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that is a bad one. To be fair, because <laughs> it's also a bad thing to happen in sneaker yeah. if you jam yourself up all the time. It's terrible. Um, you've got—I think you've got to be a good player with a bad nickname. Because if you've got a good nickname but you're rubbish, you gotta live up to it. Yeah, and you can't. Yeah, you can't because it's says. in the it's in the ring. <laughs> yeah, and you'd just be depressed all the time. Like you hear the guy announcing, you'd be like, "Oh, he's G and the up and everything." And You know, I'm going to come out and win like four and frames. I'm going to
1: get battered every time. It's like a really like dynamic, really cool. <laughs> Uh, nickname which suggested you just go win all the yeah. time but James the world champion yeah Portugal. and people would soon realise that
0: it was an ironic nickname wouldn't they would <laughs> <laughs> be really upsetting every time it's like Eddie the Eagle isn't it <laughs> <laughs> to be fair though Eddie the Eagle terrible ski jumper enduring legend of yeah. the sport because he had a great nickname he had perhaps. a great nickname partly that and partly because he was the only British person at the Winter Olympics a lot yeah. of the time so it, yeah, it might actually create a legend around
1: me. Do you want that legend? I don't know, any Eagles Because don't we know, right, all know it? he was bad. That is what he is known for. Yeah, it's for. kind of the joke, but he's also in on the joke, isn't he? he is, a little bit. Yeah. And he's like he's more than happy with Do you think do you think Do you think you could endure that joke though? Because <laughs> Snooker's a long old game. So snooker <laughs> would be uh, like
0: ski jumping you do about four and then go home for yeah. four years. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point yeah <laughs> yeah.
1: sneaker is a very and, long and, game and, to be rubbish at and you're an average pro so, so you're getting into the tournament yeah at least oh, that would be
0: really <laughs> demoralising wouldn't it <laughs> You <laughs> spend your whole life going around coming third or fourth in like shitty little tournaments
1: in, yeah. in Weymouth, and like no one and then, cares. Uh, going out in the final stage of the qualifiers for so oh, the championship—oh, be <laughs> awful <laughs> to like to a nobody as well, probably. Yeah, it's
0: <laughs> just a slightly less nobody than me. <laughs> uh, yeah, because uh, in snooker, I don't think the legend would endure in the same way. No, I'm not. I'm not unusual enough like that's how why did the eagle managed to get the fame is cuz he was so unusual
1: yeah. to have a british ski jumper. So a terrible nickname. Yeah. But it's it's in the headlines all the time. Oh, yeah, it would you be. See it all the time. <laughs> so so you could own it. Yeah. But you do hate it. I think you'd have to, wouldn't you? You'd have to, you'd have to just own it and hate it.
0: <laughs> but oh yeah, when I was a kid I What was your nickname? I was in year, this is literally Luffy. the story of my nickname. <laughs> I was in year five and uh, we were having like a party. It was one of them like Mufty Day type things. And uh, we were moving all the stuff, like all the stuff for the party. So all the chips, all the crisps and uh, chocolate biscuits and all that. Right, yeah. And I had a bottle of lemonade. Yeah. This two little bottle of lemonade. I was walking <laughs> through. <laughs> dropped it, and it spun like a Catherine wheel like all around the classroom, yeah. spinning around. And I was called Lemonade Boy for years after that. Just Lemonade Boy. <laughs> yeah, it was such an unoriginal nickname. Not even that Lemonade Boz. <laughs> no, no, didn't bother. Didn't, it was before I was called Boz, probably. It was just Lemonade Boy for years. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> that is so
1: rubbish <laughs> so that would be my snooker <laughs> do it again it's happened again <laughs> you just like in the crucible everything's quiet
0: <laughs> just go to bring just bringing in a bottle of lemonade I just, <laughs> bottle. just spinning around spraying yamba Haas in the face <laughs> uh, so uh, it would be a great story wouldn't it <laughs> You I've got a game for you this week, and influenced by the
1: Snooker World Championships, which are going on at the moment. We didn't even talk about this before we came, did we? Yeah. That, that it was the Snooker. Yeah, and yet we have both done much Snooker. Done
0: extreme Snooker. Like, I find when it's World Championship time, everything, all I think about is Snooker for two weeks. funny. Yeah, eat nougat. <laughs> that's what it is and because I'm working from home it's a great sport to have, just have on on the telly yeah tally, it, it? Is, it is you see the start of the break you're like okay this this flame's over I can just ignore this for 20 minutes now because <laughs> the break off shot is the best <laughs> it's, it's, it's the highlight it's the only bit I care about <laughs> turn it off after that <laughs> uh, so you're going to play a game of breaking badly breaking badly I would gladly Tap dance with Michael Flatley If it had me so madly Playing kung fu snooker like Bruce Lee But you never endeavor to miss a ball whatsoever But sadly, if you're like me You will end up breaking badly sounds about right (laughs) this is exactly how we play snooker (laughs) do you know my best ever break in snooker was we used to go to Riley's remember Riley's Uh, which I think is it's still there but it's not called Riley's anymore Um, they used to when I was at uni they used to have an overnight deal Mm. where you would go in pay like nine quid and you could play all night if you wanted to which we would do frequently get there at like 11 and play and, till
1: 4 and have what one oh, frame We'd be so, two yeah, frames yeah. we'd be so bad like we'd be
0: so tired by the end of it we're like get our money's worth <laughs> just drinking and playing terrible snooker um, but I remember like we were just clearing up the balls like we'd just we'd finished up and I was like I'm just going to put all the colours on their spots and just try and hit any of them and I potted all the colours off their spots. Wow. It was, it was incredible. That's the, really it's cool. It's the best thing I've ever done in snooker. <laughs> and possibly because the pressure was off, because like, we weren't playing properly anymore. Yeah. The whole night I did not potted a ball. <laughs> I was terrible. <laughs> but then I just, yeah, knocked all the colours off the spots. So I was like, oh, if I could play like that, it's an incredible feeling when you get it right. <laughs> <laughs> so Breaking Badly is usually the way that I play. <laughs> um, so the game is, you are going to answer questions in the order of the snooker balls so the first question is going to be red it's going to be something to do with red yellow green right. blah 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 okay. yeah so question one red which of these teams has always worn red since the club's inception is it Arsenal Liverpool or Manchester United
1: <sighs> Ooh. I don't hmm don't Tough, I don't know. I don't think it's United. No? No. I think they used to play in... I think they used to play in green and yellow, which is why there's them scarfs.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the Norwich colours. Yeah. Do you do see them occasionally, and you're like, mm, who are you supporting? When yeah. it's
1: United-Norwich, you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very rarely. <laughs> a very rare occurrence. Um, so don't think it's United. Uh-huh. Arsenal, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Gunners. I mean, their badge is sort of very red. It is currently, yeah. I don't yeah. know. It might not have always been their badge. Liverpool, I don't... I, Liverpool seems the most likely to me. Okay. I don't know. I just associate the whole city of Liverpool with red. Everton's got, in the middle of Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Fully blue. And nobody cares for it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> Um. so yeah I'm going to go to Liverpool You're Liverpool
0: and you are wrong <sighs> it is Arsenal oh. Arsenal who So all of these teams have gone through uh, Liverpool not so much but Arsenal have gone through numerous names in their history they, I think right, they were yeah. Woolwich Arsenal was their first name and I have the, heard that before then, Yeah. yeah and then there were various other names before they settled on just Arsenal but they have always 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 had the same kit the red top white shorts Mm, various socks but yeah they've always had that same kit. Uh Liverpool started with white and blue halves which is interesting because they formed after Everton and copied them. And just nicked <laughs> the blue, yeah. I guess <laughs> like like you said maybe at the time it was a blue city and then yeah. and then they changed they changed to red to stop being so like Everton. Um, right yeah after nicking their ground after nicking Anfield <laughs> <off it. laughs> and Manchester United you're right used to wear green and yellow halves uh, they technically were called Newton Heath yeah in those days but it was still the same club like, right, that club yeah. became Manchester United I think as Manchester United they've always worn red but as I Newton see, Heath yeah. they wore green and yellow halves very good uh, no you got that wrong yeah but <laughs> <laughs> I need a cross or tick don't I <laughs> otherwise I will definitely forget I've oh, already forgotten apparently <laughs> <laughs> oh, that pen doesn't work that's great uh, <laughs> thank you big cross good oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> there's a big cross. you get no points big red cross <laughs> <laughs> interesting because that was the red question <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So, next on big yellow cross <laughs> <laughs> I always oh, oh do I have a yellow pen <laughs> we could do that uh, question two is yellow who has the most yellow cards in Premier League history is it Wayne Rooney, is it Gareth Barry, or is it Paul Scholes? Paul Scholes. <laughs> Straight in, Paul Scholes. Yep. <laughs> Terrible disciplinary record. I think Terrible he... tackler.
1: I think he had the most in the
0: Champions League. <laughs> that sounds about right. But United played in the Champions League a
1: lot. Yeah. Mm. So, but for that reason, I'm going to have to you stick, it stick with, Scholes, with it. See? Yeah. I put him
0: in there for that exact reason. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer was Gareth Barry. Yeah, By he's a distance. he played a lot? Yeah, he's played a lot. That is what the problem is. He's been he had a very long career. Yeah, as did Wayne Rooney. But he also he went to America and finished in America, didn't yeah. Rooney? Whereas Gareth Barry played in the Premiership for long beyond his sell-by date. <laughs> he yes. just kept on yeah. playing. Teams just kept on wanting Gareth Barry, didn't they? Yeah, he was just one of them sort of players, solid. Yeah. Didn't, couldn't move very fast, but never never could. And apparently when he was he would kick someone for you. Great, great at kicking people. He's So he's got 123. Wayne Rooney has got 102. Okay. And Paul Skull's 97.
1: Only 97?
0: Yeah. And I think Skull started... He was class of 92, right? So he started mm. after the start of the Premier League. Because I thought Roy Keane, to start with, but he's only got 69. I think that's because he played half his career before the Premier League started. Or at least right. some of his career, yeah. anyway. And probably he's just got straight reds <laughs> true, <yeah. laughs> that is true yeah when he was violent he was very violent wasn't he Roy Cain. 67 yellow cards and 67 straight <laughs> <Yeah>. reds <laughs> and suspended for the rest of the time isn't it? <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah unfortunate you didn't get that one either yeah another... I think I just wanted it to yeah. be poor skulls once you I knew you would I knew you, I played you there <laughs> I knew you'd want it to be poor he's not far behind to be fair but not quite there question three onto the green now The Minnesota Timberwolves Target Centre Stadium uh, was the first stadium to have which of these green features? Was it the first to have fully solar-powered lighting? Was it the first to have a green roof covered in plants? Or is it the first to have all seats made of recycled seats from other stadiums or stadia?
1: How new is that stadium?
0: I didn't write that down, but since the 2000s. Mm. it's fairly recent.
1: Literally no idea. Could be any of them. Mm-hmm. Probably. N-
0: I can tell you it's a basketball stadium, if that helps. Mm, yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, I'm going to say probably not the solar panels. Okay. Because I know when our new office was built, mm. it wasn't efficient to have solar panels for it. Really? Yeah. I don't know Why? It's a pretty big roof, but that's... Because people asked, like, it's a brand new building. Yeah. Why don't you try and do something? Yeah. And apparently it was just, in, just not efficient.
0: In what <laughs> way is it not efficient, though?
1: As in it wouldn't create... It would have created some power, surely. But not enough to warrant the, so the cost amount. and the maintenance, I guess. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to say not the solar panels. And green on the roof it's a bit of a publicity stunt Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go seats you think
0: the seats were all made of recycled seats from other stadia Uh, recycled something yeah (laughs) it's specifically recycled seats from other stadia is what i said so
1: as in uh so not like melted down and formed into Yes, it melted down, okay. but they were all they they formally ne- seats. There's not like a Wigan seat next to a <laughs> I did Boston think that, that would be quite funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just go down the Millwall ground. And they'll, they'll be ripped out anyway. All different sizes and yeah. shapes. Like yeah. like when you have like all your family around for Christmas. Yeah, people sitting up here and people sitting down there. <laughs> I wanted it to be that. But uh, we're going to see. Yeah? Yeah. Recycled seats. Yeah. You're wrong. <clears throat>
0: It's the green plants on the on the roof, which is quite a common thing, or becoming a more common yeah. thing now, more and more. Um, living walls apparently are quite common. That's what I wrote about in one of my essays. At living the university. walls, yeah. So you literally just cover a wall with like ivy, or probably not ivy because that gets in the brickwork, but stuff that just covers a wall in green, an outside wall, like paint. Yeah, just green paint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very efficient. <laughs> Uh, I think I, I think it's just for looks because I don't think it's for it, it promotes a bit of diversity but I think it's more just like a virtue signaling yeah, type thing right. whereas the green roofs are quite nice because can, you can create a whole garden yeah. on, a, on a green roof um, it also collects rainwater and regulates the temperature in both the summer and the winter not sure entirely how that. The, I guess the rainwater regulates the temperature
1: um, really, I don't know. I don't really know how that works. I but guess it's more insulation, just having loads of soil on your roof. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, maybe.
0: Um, it's collected nearly a million gallons of rainwater and diverted that into the Mississippi River. Again, not sure if that's a good thing or not. I mean, the Mississippi River <laughs> sure, is bloody massive anyway. Is that
1: not where rainwater will go anyway, to... to like the lowest point you would think so I mean
0: that's that's generally how the water cycle works isn't it they get back to but that's what my roof would do (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it made a very big point of that it collects a million gallons of water probably didn't need to collect it did you just let it run off yeah (laughs) it would have done the same thing Barry (laughs) here is having to (laughs) lug (laughs) buckets of water up and down (laughs) (laughs) it's so it's so hard it's so much (laughs) hard just please please get rid of all the bins that are on the top just (laughs) collecting all the water (laughs) um but on the top of the roof there are all kid all kinds of different plants such as prairie coreopolis wild strawberry dotted blazing star and lupine which loop is that's about wolves isn't it isn't that what yeah professor lupin it, what, is what team wolf? was
1: it Timberwolves. wolves
0: timber wolves good work <laughs> that's a good way <work. laughs> to
1: attract the wolves Who can then play in their team? Some nesting wolves on the (laughs) top. Nesting. (laughs) I think that's what wolves (laughs) do.
0: Flying wolves, aren't they? That's on the roof. (laughs) So you are Zill from three. Zill's not a word. Nil. Zilch is what I was Zilch trying to say. Nil. Zilcho. Uh, question four, you're onto the brown. Although you haven't done anything to earn yourself <laughs> to the brown, you haven't potted any of <laughs> the others yet. <laughs> Your opponent's potted all them. <laughs> oh you've
1: missed. <laughs> so take on the next one as well <laughs> You just <laughs> get one chance. That's how snooker works, mate.
0: Just the referee takes it away, it in the And I know all the answers, so I clean up and <laughs> 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 Question four, the brown. So some people call coffee morning brown. This is a bit of a tenuous one, right? <laughs> Which of these? <laughs>
1: some people. <laughs> Who? Me. This me. Sharp. <laughs> if you told me you're going for your morning brown, <laughs> I definitely think someone <laughs> Yeah, but I do. I always make a point to tell you. Then I <laughs> send you a text. <laughs> uh, oh, make sure you got your paper with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which of these football managers hilariously sat on his own coffee during a match? <laughs> is it Marcelo Bielsa? Is it David Moyes? Or is it Arsene Wenger? Ooh. Now, to be fair, I can't say for sure that the other two have never done this. Right. But there is a fair. very famous video of one of them doing this, and
1: it is hilarious. <sighs> Now, if it's hilarious, mm-hmm. surely it's Wenger. Surely. He is the legend of hilarious manager yeah. videos. But then really is, that why you, yeah, is that why <laughs> you put it in there? If it was going to happen to anybody, mm-hmm. if you'd think, oh, who's, who's unlucky, it'd be David Moyes. Yeah. like
0: Although not this season. Going real well this season, aren't they? Oh, it was
1: until they didn't do anything in the January transfer window. And now they've mm-hmm. lost like seven on the bounce. They? <laughs> they're the,
0: still in the Europa Cup though aren't they I think Europa they League are
1: it's called. yeah but they're on they're at in January they're fourth place yeah. looking really good and mm. now they're like seventh and holding on yeah I think
0: maybe because they're putting so much into the Europa League run though because they're, yeah, in, the they're in the semis yeah. that might be tonight no Could it's, be. When, Soon. it's Wednesday so it'll be
1: tomorrow winter, yeah. so yeah maybe maybe but yeah not not bad mm. but If you look at somebody and think, that's an unlucky guy, (laughs) it would be David David Foyce. For sure. (laughs) That's definitely true. (laughs) Um, Bielsa, I reckon his reaction would be funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Very grumpy man, wasn't he? Yeah. Is he still around, Marcelo
0: Bielsa? He got fired from Leeds, didn't he? Well, he's still alive. I don't know what he's doing, though, now. Did he he go to... No, I was I thinking he I went to Roma, but I that's Mourinho. Yeah, I don't think Roma. he found another job. It was only yeah. a few weeks
1: ago. Yeah, it's not long ago, was it? Um, oh, so, uh, his um, the person who's taken over from Leeds is an American. The and, manager? Sorry? The manager? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, which uh, is very rare yeah. in English football. And... Um, all the time, people are just commenting like, "Oh, but what about the lingo? Like, don't you say don't you say soccer?" And he's <laughs> like, "Well, I've I've spent a lot of my managing career, like, and training in the UK, so yeah. I sort of say football naturally." Right. And he's answered that question many times. And Leeds were playing the other night, and um, the commentator again was like, "Oh, once he's got to grips with the lingo." Oh. like he's English it's not like learning another language that's incredibly xenophobic and also
0: like no one ever asked Arsene Wenger that he couldn't speak English (laughs) most of the time (laughs) and there
1: was there was a manager who couldn't speak English wasn't there who was it uh, Bielsa had a translator
0: yeah yeah and, uh, so
1: he didn't have to le- learn the lingo
0: no uh, what, uh, what's his name uh, the tinker man he couldn't speak very- Ranieri he couldn't yeah. speak great English I didn't think he'd speak any English when he came
1: over dilly ding dilly dong <laughs> <laughs> and we all knew what he meant legend <laughs> I love that guy
0: dilly ding dilly dong
1: um, yeah so uh, yeah it'd be very funny if it happened to be Elsa mm. Moise it would be funny <laughs> funny and expected yeah <laughs> funniest Arsene wenger yeah so i am gonna go wenger for you're gonna go reason. wenger yeah
0: i fooled you again i knew you'd go
1: wenger i knew you'd want it to be
0: him <laughs> but it was marcelo bielsa <laughs> and it is very very funny <laughs> it's the funniest thing is it's not his coffee yeah <laughs> <laughs> like one of his assistants it might be his coffee but one of his assistants comes and like puts it on a uh like a drinks cooler thing like you know the picnic box you used to take when you're a yeah. kid with the big cooler pack things in them yeah it just puts it on one of them and bielsa's shouting around he's shouting away and he just plunks himself down <laughs> right on the coffin like and splashes all <laughs> of him he's so angry about it <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious <laughs> again i'll post it on the website because it's very funny it's <laughs> worth a watch if you like marcelo bielsa as we all do don't yeah. we really As grumpy as he is. Yeah. But I knew you'd go. I knew you'd (laughs) go for Benga. And I also thought you might go for Moyes because it is such a thing to happen to Moyes. is, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Such an unfortunate man. So you're not going very well so far. You're going exactly how I thought you would in snooker. (laughs) (laughs) This is exactly how it would be in snooker. But you've still got chance to redeem yourself because the blue, pink and black, they're the ones you want to get, aren't they? They're the high-valued
1: colours. So... Yeah, and uh, it's, it's a four-point game at the moment, so no snookers required. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. you just got to pot all the balls <laughs> and you'll be in. So,
0: Blue. The phrase feeling blue possibly came from sailors being at sea for too long. What is the longest time that a sailor has spent adrift at sea after having a damaged boat? Is it 128 days? Is it 484 days? Or is it 1,484 days? Now, this one is very
1: tenuously <laughs> sports-related, to be fair. Yeah. So it, it's sailing, but not necessarily in a sailing competition. Yeah, this certainly isn't in a sailing competition. But sailing is a sport. so Are we talking of... a big old boat?
0: I don't think so. I mean, it was a, a cargo boat. I can tell you that.
1: I can, t- I can probably
0: tell you some of the information oh, about it. A on. lot
1: to eat, then. Potentially. Exactly. Yeah,
0: that is how they managed to last. They had loads of like uh what did they what were they carrying? Uh beans and distilled seawater they were carrying. Oh perfect. Mm. Beans. S- it was only beans apparently. That was all they were carrying <laughs> on the boat. <laughs>
1: so sick of beans.
0: <laughs> yeah. and literally it's quite a sad story, but uh, there was two of them that survived of the twelve that were in the crew. So it can't have been that big a boat. Yeah. And the other ten died of scurvy because they just ate beans the whole time. Which is quite sad but...
1: It's a lesson to You kids listening Yeah Who only want Baked beans and chips Yeah <laughs> Eat an orange <laughs> <laughs> um, So it was What 148 days 128 days 128 days 484 Or 1484 So my first thought was 1000 Like People Go for Silly amounts of time I've seen Castaway away. Mm. True, but that was on an island. This is literally adrift on the sea. Like, they didn't land. But he didn't have beans. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. Rats. He didn't have beans. He did have Wilson, though. <laughs> um, but then 400 days is still over a year. Yeah, it's a year and a half, basically, isn't it? But then not s- quite, but... But then the sea's very big.
0: Yeah. Oh, I don't know. This is also only the record for people who have then actually being recovered yeah it's possible that people have still are still out there on the sea from being having
1: crashed and people just never found them true that's possible uh, i don't know it's it's b or c mm-hmm. c seems ridiculous how long is c in years like four four and a half years yeah maybe?
0: yeah probably about four years
1: so let's go C. you're gonna go C
0: four years yeah you are wrong.
1: <laughs> it was
0: 484 <laughs> days, which is still exceptionally long. <laughs> just, it's not four years, though, is it? It's not four <laughs> years, but it is a year and a half. It is, yeah. Uh, it was a guy called... It was a Japanese captain called Aguri Yukichi, and one of his sailors, who just went by the name of Otokichi, with just one name, like Madonna, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it was Madonna, actually. <laughs> uh, the ship was damaged in a storm off the Japanese coast in October 1813, and they drifted in the Pacific for 484 days before being rescued by an American ship off California. <laughs> so they, they drifted from Japan to California. That's a long way, I think. That's like the whole distance. still took a year, though. A I year guess- and a half, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think they had any paddles or anything. Just drifting. Yeah, that's, that's mad, isn't it? I didn't read that before. Um, yeah, they were rescued on the 24th of March, 1815. The crew lived off beans and distilled seawater they were carrying, but by the time of their rescue, 12 of the crew members had died of scurvy. I said it was
1: 14 of them, and 12 of them died of scurvy. So not uh, they didn't just live off beans, then? Dark. <laughs> Extremely dark. <laughs>
0: My own fault for bringing that question in. Really. It was quite a dark question. <laughs> so you are nil from five. That's right, yeah. Yeah, But still, it all comes down to the pink and black.
1: Could still get a perfect game of, <laughs> of Ben Snooker. <laughs> ben Snooker, yes. Just pot the pink and black and win on those. Yeah, That
0: is generally the way <laughs> I play. You, once, you just sort of stay regularly even until you get to the colours. You, you get one each, don't you? You yeah. occasionally yeah. accidentally <laughs> pot a <of> red <laughs> and get one each. <laughs> um, okay, question six. The pink. Why did the University of Iowa football team, American football team, paint their opposition changing rooms pink? Is it to make them think of women and be distracted was it to uh, because exposure to a lot of pink light makes it harder to see brown and therefore not catch the football right or was it to lower their testosterone
1: I reckon to lower their testosterone yeah I I don't see how making them think of women would help (coughs) (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean it's just for distraction isn't it but like when they leave the changing room yeah uh, they still they're have sti- thoughts on their minds they're, isn't they're it? still <laughs> thinking of women how old are they <laughs> <Yeah>. 14 it <laughs> pink <laughs> it was so pink <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of other things that are pink including men <laughs> <laughs> people true. in general well, that's are that's true they might be gay footballers <laughs> <that? They're> perfect <laughs> it works for both doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> this will make them think of women <laughs> Okay, so you're writing that one off. I'm writing that right. one off. <laughs> um, pink light? Yeah. Maybe.
0: What, what do you think pink is made up from, light-wise? I was trying to think. Like, where on the spectrum of light is pink? Because yellow is Yellow is blue and green. you got to think there'd be red light in pink. Yeah. They're red and a bit of blue, maybe? Or red and a bit of green? I don't know. Red and yellow. Yellow is not a light thing, though, is it? Yellow's made up of green and blue light, right? Yeah. So, so red, it could be a bit of all.
1: Brown is... What's brown? I don't know. Red. I'm not very good at that. The, yeah, t- the physical
0: I light. I know with paints. I know how to make it with paint. You do red and white, <laughs> don't you?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pink. Um, again, as soon as you leave the changing room... Mm. It, no, it will no longer affect you and you'll see all the brown
0: well no the, yeah but it's like burning their retinas oh is That's that bright is it it's, yeah, they're, it's they're re- ping, <laughs> pin their eyes open it's so pink stare at the wall <laughs> <laughs> well, they can't avoid it it's everywhere like it's literally just pink the whole place and their eyes are just getting barrages of pink it's like when you look at the sun you can't see anything else afterwards
1: yeah but that was pink, the idea. The
0: pink sun. Yeah, and then you just can't see brown, can you? Um, <laughs>
1: He's treading in dog poo all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> um, or to lower their testosterone. Yeah. So you hear of sports people not having the sexy times the night before yeah. because that lowers mm-hmm. testosterone, which not technically true.
0: Does just, uh, is the idea that it reduces, like it uses up all your testosterone, yeah. but you haven't got enough left? Yeah, yeah,
1: and thus reduces performance. Yeah,
0: is that proven or is that just like an old wives' tale? I think thing? it's an old wives' tale because yeah. I think
1: uh, getting all sexy probably increases your testosterone.
0: Yeah, but you
1: probably want to do it as close to the match as possible, right?
0: So <laughs> <laughs> the testosterone in, in the pink it. changing room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why they painted pink like a boudoir. <laughs>
1: Um, So I'm going to go C Yeah, to lower
0: their testosterone Yeah And you are right Hooray Yeah, you pulled it out at the last You got six points <laughs> <laughs> It was It wasn't to make them think of women You were right to laugh at that <laughs> <laughs> I made that up I thought the exposure to pink light thing was quite clever It's not true, I don't think No but It's quite a clever idea is isn't yeah. it? Yeah Like I don't know what the opposite of Like the polar opposite Because that, that's how the light spectrum works right Uh, like there's like a color wheel yeah and the opposites are like made up of the other type of light yeah so i think if you uh painted like one stand just that color whatever the opposite color to brown is you just wouldn't be able to see the football because you wouldn't be able to see it coming out of that stand
1: but it probably would affect both teams it would be the problem would it not stand out more because yeah, you're probably better painting that, it brown. Aren't that you? suggests if you paint it brown, it'd stand out more. Yeah, that's a good point. But it definitely wouldn't. Of yeah. Course. Then nobody can see the ball. <laughs> that, <laughs> would, that affects both of you. It would be pretty hilarious <laughs> to
0: paint your whole stadium brown. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a terrible colour. Just go for
1: my morning brown. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it. <laughs>
0: Well, you've done well. You've got six points. You've got a chance to redeem yourself with seven on the black. People say that black is as black as night. This is terrible. Um, In what year was the first day-night cricket match of any kind? Was it 1902,
1: 1932, or 1952? The chap who really pushed for day night tests mm-hmm. recently passed away
0: was that the Kerry Packer I don't Is he know the guy? He or was... at least in Australia right maybe he was Australian when he Kerry Packer I think he was the one who arranged that breakaway tour and like messed up a load of cricket for years in the 70s or 80s uh, but not,
1: he... not him then okay because this guy lots of people liked him oh right okay so I think he was pushing for the first day night cricket in or saying there should be more day night cricket mm-hmm. in Australia at least,
0: yeah, it's fairly recent, it's a fairly recent thing, certainly test matches are very recent, have, yeah day night tests have only been around like five years, I think in test matches, yeah, but day night one day has been around for quite a long time, yeah, but this this was night this wasn't international, this was just the first day night of any kind.
1: What? When was the first? Nineteen oh? Uh,
0: yeah, so nineteen oh two, nineteen thirty two, or nineteen fifty
1: two. I wonder if nineteen oh two. It wasn't planned to be. <laughs> they just kept playing, and and the rules then were just you keep playing. They did have timeless tests, in, there in yeah, those days <laughs> just, and timeless, like, just play overnight. <laughs> no light meters. You yeah, just, yeah. You just keep playing.
0: Real dangerous though in those days. It uncovers pitches yeah. in those days, so it bounce all over the place anyway.
1: Um. I wonder if it happened because of something like that rather than it was planned. Possible. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: This is a real shot in the dark, really, for me. Oh, that's a good good (laughs) fun. 1902, 1932, Uh 1952. Yep. 19. Good. Good start. Do I get half a mark? No. Three and a half, three and a half points. Three and a half. <laughs> no, <laughs> get it right. <laughs> and he won with a break of nine and a half. <laughs> nine
0: and a half. <laughs> Ronnie O'Sullivan, nine and a half. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Didn't see whether it went in or not. Nine and a half. <laughs> um, let's go. Nineteen thirty-two. Nineteen thirty-two. Yep. You are wrong, <laughs> it was
0: 1952, I don't think they had floodlights in 1932, they said, yeah I reckon, well the, the game was between Middlesex County Cricket Club and Arsenal Football Club interestingly, a cricket game between those two, uh, the floodlights were only installed the year before at, uh, at Highbury, Arsenal's ground, Right. so whether there were floodlights before the war, I don't know. But 50s is like, they were still rationing in the 50s, so it's quite surprising that they were splashing out on putting floodlights (laughs) in the football grounds. But anyway, um, a public announcement was made when they turned on the lights, (laughs) advising spectators. Don't panic. (laughs) 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 Advising spectators, of which there was over 7,000 there to see it, to keep your eye on the ball, and when you see it coming, keep low. The batsmen will try and keep it down, but they can't promise. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it down. (laughs) Keep it down out there. I'm trying to read the paper. (laughs) But yeah, they just had to duck and cover, which I guess they were very used to, given (laughs) just the Second World War. Um, Yeah, I thought it was quite an interesting story, 1952. And then there wasn't international daylight cricket until the 70s. So it was a very early experiment of it. And did it go well? Did people like it? Um, it was televised around the world. Uh, around the world, probably not around the world. Around the UK, <laughs> uh, and people, yeah, people enjoyed the game. It was like a benefit game for somebody who I didn't know who that was. Um, but yeah, it seemed to be fairly well received. But then Kerry Packer was the guy who uh, really pushed for it because right. he thought it was the best time to play cricket after work, basically, so you can get more uh, people yeah, in. Yeah, which is now why they played. Then matches yeah. to get people in. So you with a break of six (laughs) (laughs) sounds about right (laughs) Ben King's six (laughs) and the frame (laughs) breaking badly I would gladly tap dance with michael Flatley. if it had me so madly playing kung fu snooker like Bruce Lee, but you never endeavor to miss a ball whatsoever but sadly if you're like me you will end up breaking badly it's time for world record of the week if everyone's the best at at least one thing. It's a world record of the week. And because we've been off for a little while, we've got a few to talk about. Uh, uh, Strap <laughs> in. But there was a lot, <laughs> and I've pared it down to just the interesting ones. You'll be happy to hear. So the first one is about a robot penguin. Is that enough for you, <laughs> <Are> you <happy? laughs> Um A company, do you know Rico? Like the Rico Arena? Yeah. Do you know what Rico make? No. They robot make, penguins. It, they do make <laughs> robot penguins, but it's not what they're known for. They are a c- paper copier and office supplies company. Right, but, exciting stuff. Yeah, but for some reason, they just made a hopping robot penguin doll. Not, yeah. not entirely sure why. And I don't <laughs> think it was for the record attempt. They just happened to make it, and then they like stapled about five of them together, and it was jumping. So the record they got was for the number of times that a robot just a robot in general has jumped rope like skipping really in a minute yeah <laughs> it's it's just like by luck
1: more than judgment
0: possibly like they might I don't know whether they because inter- penguins penguins do kind of hop they kind of waddle more than yeah, hop but they, can they do, they, they do, can they do do little hop. jumps yeah but it's a strange thing to make a penguin robot do yeah I I don't know what their thought process was, whether they just like made a hopping robot and was like, well, let's just stick a penguin head on this and <laughs> and, and then just make it jump. I don't know, <laughs> but they made it jump rope 170 times in a minute, which is pretty good. Yeah, and they made, they actually tangled it up quite a lot, so there is there's play room, in that room, room, yeah room. exactly they could make it more growth mindset is what david would say to the penguin robot cuz he doesn't understand <laughs> what robots
1: are don't say to a robot that's how you get skynet <laughs> that's true yeah <laughs> what
0: is growth <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like working out growth and then growing itself <laughs> terrifying um so that's the first record the second record was a record broken by a guy called dan parker who is is a race driver he was blinded in a racing accident ten years ago. Right. He still does racing driving despite being blind.
1: What kind? What kind of race car? Not what kind of? So he.
0: I'm not entirely sure. I didn't. Couldn't find a video. Or, well, the video that I found was like 30 minutes long, and I can't watch all this. But <laughs> <laughs> he. Uh, but he does. He drives proper cars. Like this, he broke the record for the fastest driving speed, driven by a blind driver. Right, w- uh, without crashing. I, I assume without crashing. <laughs> it yeah. might be faster. <laughs> yeah, that's possibly true. That's possibly true. Um, but he uses, I did find that he used an audio guidance system to keep him like driving straight, at least because this was done like a drag strip. Yeah. I don't know if he does like course racing or if he does like drag racing, right, maybe. Yeah. I, d- I don't know. Uh, or if he does even competitive racing, maybe he doesn't anymore, but he certainly still does driving. Um, do you want to guess how fast he was going? How fast the record was? One hundred and twenty miles an hour. The record was two hundred and eleven miles per hour. That's fast. It is very oh, that's fast. very very fast. <laughs> As Muhammad Ali would say, <laughs> it was very bloody fast. <laughs> it was very impressive. Uh, I was I was impressed to see it, and the the reason they broke the record was to try and like show. Blind people can do anything, yeah. like and just particularly now with all the technological advancements there are in sort of driver assistance. I yeah, he wouldn't have been able to do this record ten years ago, probably because there wouldn't have been yeah. the, the assistance. Um, so hopefully, like the idea is that they want to get blind people having their own transport. That's the yeah. idea that, of this group that we're putting together this record attempt. So hopefully, that is a good a bit of publicity yeah. towards
1: that because, though. Getting them their own transport and getting them their own transport that drives down the road at two hundred and eleven miles an hour is very different.
0: It's, yes, it's probably not the most advisable <laughs> thing to give
1: <laughs> give them cars. Uh,
0: Do they give give anyone cars that drive two hundred and eleven miles down the street? <laughs> right, we've we've got you a car which is going to help you drive, but <laughs> ah! <laughs> speeding through Birmingham, 211. don't care what's in front of me, it's just speeding through. <laughs> but that's not World Record of the Week this week. World Record of the Week this week is a very British world record. Most tea drunk. No, but, well, no, not close. <laughs> I was going to say close, not close. It's British in the in that it is the sort of thing that they think of down the pub and right, then set okay. a world record for. <laughs> so it is the world record for the fastest time to put 10 pieces of clothing on hangers. <laughs> and it was broken by a guy called edward edward draper and his son rowan draper it's a pair of them um and they were from the turks head pub in twickenham they're from the pub yep they live in the pub <laughs> possibly they do i don't know they might be the landlords i don't know
1: like when when people say like where are you from i don't say i'm <laughs> from number nine birmingham <laughs> <laughs> but these guys do <laughs> this is their identity. <laughs> We are Turks'
0: heads, that's what we are. (laughs) Um, Do you want to guess how fast they did it? It's it's kind of a difficult one to quantify, isn't it, really, this?
1: Is it number of items hung? It's the fastest time to hang 10 items. Fastest time to hang 10 items. Yeah. I would say... 40 seconds. Close. It was 56.87 seconds.
0: Um, It's a weird record to quantify because it's very easy to just hang up a t-shirt you literally just stick the hanger in it put it on the thing Mm. but they didn't just have t-shirts they had t-shirts jumpers uh yeah who specifies this this is the question i think that you need to know because there was a pair of trousers in there and hanging up a pair of trousers is a bloody nightmare as everyone knows yeah, well, especially if you're worried about crease. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if that was a, a consideration for the yeah, for those marshals.
1: Do you think is one of every item the guy at Guinness could think of was wearing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've come to assess your record.
0: <laughs> Just like waddles in with all his clothes, like bulking him out. Uh, yeah, I th- there must be. There must be. A, a set list there yeah. must have been because otherwise you'd just go t-shirts wouldn't you yeah it'd be so easy to do 10 and t-shirts I
1: th- I, th- I think just saying trousers isn't enough I think you have to, you'd you have to specify jeans type, yeah, type or, drawers, or, yeah, the, or slacks they are very different yeah, yeah.
0: and these were certainly like a, a slacks at the very least if not more formal than that they were like Button fly with a little button, not a button fly, like a a clap a clasp thing, you know the clasp, right? Flies yeah, with a with a button as well and a fly, a zip fly that you had to get all of that done. Don't really, I don't know. The the parameters are very muddy mm, to me. Yeah. Um, but they broke it. They broke the world record. I don't know if there was a existing world
1: record. And where did they have to hang them?
0: Uh, on hangers.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> in, in a wardrobe no. or would my floor robe. Suffice. <laughs> it on the floor. I don't think you could possibly put it come. on a hanger and chuck it on the floor. It's not hanging. It is just lying on <laughs> the floor, is it? <laughs> it's got to be hanging off something.
0: <laughs> what they had was like one of them uh, racks that they yeah, have in clothes yeah. shops. That which is, that seems like the most sensible. But yeah. there might be something in that. There might be a quicker thing to hang on. Maybe if you had ten pegs, that might be quicker because you know exactly where you put it, rather than like yeah. squidging it up. Yeah. Don't know Possible. I reckon David would have a field day with this basically. He'd do it in like four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably take the shirts off first and break two records. Anyway. <laughs> and talking of David it's time for David. David Rush. So this is David Rush again for people who new listeners. This is David Rush our serial world record breaker that we creepily follow don't know why we started to follow it's just good content and there's always content David every week um and he seems to be getting back to doing a record a week yeah but he, he is going sort of back over old records quite a lot at the moment i've noticed just redoing records that he's broken previously yeah so he retook in the last couple of weeks he has retaken the record for the balancing on the chin of both the lawnmower and the chainsaw which I remember us talking about the very first time we talked about him.
1: Yeah, definitely the lawnmower for sure.
0: Yeah, I think one of these, I can't remember which one it is, one of them was the fourth record that he'd ever broken. Um, Right. And I think think that is the lawnmower. I think that was the one that we talked about. I remember us talking about it because it had to be not, it had to be powered, but had to be over a certain weight. Yeah. I remember us talking. It was very specific. And I think he broke it previously and hadn't got the right weight or something right. or it was unpowered or something i can't remember what unpowered not on it has to be on. <laughs> yeah, so like whizzing around yeah. <laughs> um, so retook both those records the chainsaw he originally did three minutes and one second that was the first time he broke it and guess how long he did it for this time
1: uh like 58 minutes
0: only 37 minutes which that to me sounds like not Still very long 10 times longer is it? exactly what he said it was an order of magnitude higher than what he first broke it at and when you think about like the power that you have to have in your neck muscles to do these records that I that does sound it is a long time it's a long yeah. time to be looking up just in general and then to have a chainsaw on your chin a very heavy chainsaw on yeah. your chin. I do understand it it's a lot Um and the lawnmower he officially he originally did five minutes 32 and I guess this time how many did
1: um Oh, so the uh, lawnmower, he originally did longer than the chainsaw. Yes. But I think a lawnmower is heavier, but maybe
0: more well-balanced. Yeah, it might be to do with the shape of them, because the chainsaw is quite stocky, whereas the lawnmower is longer. Maybe that helps. Um, I thought that would have made it harder, though.
1: I'm going to say 42 minutes, then, slightly longer.
0: Close, but it was 30 minutes, 33 seconds, so less. Mm -hmm. Yes, he did less. Um, which is interesting isn't it and I'm pretty sure these are as long as he can possibly do now because that seems to be how he does things now he won't crap out at a point where he's just broken the record he literally goes for as long as he can and then hopes to never do it again yeah
1: unless he like trips over or something yes
0: yeah Mm. yeah yeah which has happened on a couple of them but I don't think that's what happened on these ones I think he literally his neck gave out (laughs) after doing (laughs) these ones Um, but the most interesting record that he's broken in the last uh, three four weeks since we last talked he broke, or well, he actually tied the record for the most balls juggled, no, yes, yeah, the most, like, number of balls juggling, in a juggling pattern, Yeah, whilst hanging upside down. Right. And I thought that's quite an interesting task, and I was wondering whether it's just the same action, just upside down, like, if you're good enough, whether you'd just be able to get that same action very much not it looks no. very it's very difficult by the looks of it because like the hands are the other way up yeah and it, it So you're, your your vision is wrong you're, you're like looking down towards push. the balls yeah and you're sort of
1: having to push them
0: yeah almost yeah so it's, it's much harder to cup the ball when your hands are upside down yeah so it all he had to do was do one shower like one pattern so yeah. he had a pink ball and four green balls, I think. And once the pink ball had gone from one hand to the other and then back to the first hand, that is one shower. Right. And it was the record was for the most number of balls, so this was with five. But in the time, it took him so long to break this record that in the time that he broke it, someone else broke it with the same number. Uh, so he currently has the tied record for this. Oh. So I imagine he's trying to do six, yeah. almost certainly. But he said that this was one of the hardest records he's ever broken. because Possibly because he thought it was going to be easy. Because all the juggling ones he, do, yeah, he does. Because like, all... he is
1: a professional juggler.
0: Well, yeah. Not only is he professional, he's like one of the best jugglers in the world. Or speed jugglers in the world, mm-hmm. at least. So, yeah. You would think that it, you maybe would come in confident to this one. Rather than coming in with the thought of, okay, I really need to work at this. Whereas, yeah. he really did need to work at it. It took him a long time, and I also don't think you could do long periods of having a go at this one because being upside down is not comfortable. Is yeah, it? I, I, yeah. I don't know if it's even—is it unsafe being upside down for a long time? Oh, I imagine so. Yeah, or the, the blood rushing to your head. Yeah, I never know whether that was just a wives' tale again, though. Whether or the blood rushing to your head is a bad thing or not, I don't know.
1: It's probably never a good thing. <laughs>
0: Oh, no! know. <laughs> it's where your brain is. <laughs> you just have all your blood in there. It'd be good. <laughs> You'll think real good for a while. <laughs> As opposed to having blood in the other bits of your body, which is bad. Yeah, but you don't think with them, do you? <laughs> if you really need to think, stand in your head. That's my advice. <laughs> Team
1: of the Week. Team of the Week this week mm-hmm. uh, is a sports bar in Oregon. Yep. Which has recently opened... And probably, possibly, the only sports bar in the world to exclusively play women's sports. Certainly the only one that I've ever heard of. Um,
0: I think it's probably quite a new thing to even be able to do. I don't think women's sport wasn't televised. Or yeah, certainly not yeah, in, true, in, yeah. in a huge amount uh, until
1: fairly recently. Uh, so the... Chef and founder, Jenny Nguyen. I think that's good enough, yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's, uh, one of those, it's
0: one of them names, isn't it, that you see, I've seen it written down a lot, never known how to pronounce it. <laughs> I think he's Vietnamese, and I don't know, they just have a, different, they have a different noise set. What's the
1: word? Like, they have different mouth shapes in East <laughs> yeah, Asia that yeah. just, we just can't pronounce. <laughs> so she said she believes her business is the world's first sports bar dedicated exclusively to women's sports, mm-hmm. but hopefully not for long. Yeah, um, came up with the idea for, watching, for the bar <coughs> about four years ago while watching a championship game at a bar on a small TV with no sound and said something to the effect of man the only way we're ever gonna have the opportunity to watch women's sports in its full glory is if we have our own place we Way to start that phrase. Yeah, yeah. To go man at the start. Yeah, and, and and the guy answered, "Yes, woman, you're right." Now leave me. Go do go do women things.
0: Um, when you said when you said, "Hopefully not for long," I think what you mean is hopefully it's not the only one for long. So not, it, not hopefully the bar doesn't last. That long. was a direct quote from
1: her. Hopefully oh really? Not for long. <laughs> I only want to do it for about six months. I'll be sick of it by then. She said, she believes the business is the world's first world's dedicated exclusive women's sports. Quote, hopefully not for long. (laughs) It sounded like you were saying that. (laughs) But yeah, hopefully
0: it isn't for long. Hopefully (laughs) Hopefully that that store becomes used for something
1: useful. (laughs) The the final bit on this article um, was... The menu for the sport, so it's called the sports bra, which is very good. it is very clever, and people
0: probably wouldn't even notice, would they? Yeah. It's just called the sports bar, we'll just go in it, yeah. and then then they're like, oh,
1: there's boobs in here, what's going on? (laughs) 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 So, great for everyone. Um, So, uh, the menu for the sports bra includes drinks called Title X and Triple Axel. I don't know if they're meant to mean anything to me. I didn't get either of those, I don't know what that means. That's literally the end sentence yeah. of the article. Yeah.
0: Like, triple axel is a ice skating thing. Yeah. Which both men and women do. Yeah. I don't think it's solely women that do the triple axel, is it? No. It's just a spin, I think, an axel. And title X? I couldn't even guess. That sounds like a legal thing. <laughs> 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 That's like something you'd say like, if you're not allowed to name somebody in a court yeah. case.
1: So th- they don't have a alcohol license. So <laughs> <Yeah. they're...
0: laughs> it's not alcohol, it's Tylex. <laughs> no beer, no, no beer.
2: <laughs> Team of the week.
0: Funny story this week is Marshawn Lynch spinning around in a circle, innit? <laughs> <laughs> now, for those of you that don't know Marshawn Lynch, he is... Hilarious! You should look up some videos of Marshall Lynch just talking. Any any video you can find of him talking is always going to be <laughs> hilarious. He was a former NFL player who has made it big as just a, a celebrity. Yeah. In and just a great personality. He's just absolutely hilarious. Like he's real chilled, laid back, always taking a piss out of everything that he can find. Yeah. Um. And he was at the Seattle team called Kraken. The Seattle Kraken game. Yeah. Um. And I guess at halftime or maybe before.
1: The game. There was no one in the stands, so maybe before no. the game. I heard, I read rumor yeah. that he invested. Yeah. In the team, I was going to say that. Yeah. For the reason you're going to say. Oh really? That was yeah.
0: why he invested. Yeah. <laughs> so what he was caught doing on video, or not caught because there was people around. He wasn't just doing this out. Yeah. Like he was being allowed to do this, but he just took the Zamboni out. And just did loads of donuts on the on the ice,
1: which is real confident. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you'd think why you'd jump on it and think I can probably do donuts on this. I mean, it's the
0: perfect place to do donuts. They go on the ice. Yeah, but I don't really know how zambonis drive. Do they no. just have regular wheels?
1: They like they spin in. I I I couldn't even tell you if they had like. Uh, front wheel drive or back wheel no, drive or, or like, like steering, or is it like,
0: caterpillar tracks or what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But maybe, maybe if he's that into ice hockey or if he's really keen on doing it, he must have driven one before. He must have done. Or,
1: or he's like grew up wanting to be a zamboni driver. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> who <wouldn't? laughs> <laughs> yeah he just like there's videos of him doing it and he's like he's taking
0: his cap off and whizzing it around in the air like he's rodeo riding <laughs> or something it is brilliant and it's just classic Marshawn Lynch yeah <laughs> dicking around on the ice and everyone loves him for it <laughs> it's yeah it's just hilarious um, but yeah I mean if if that is the reason
1: why he invested in the team essentially it's... what better reason what better use for money is there than that <laughs> yeah you've, you've essentially paid to have a go on the Zamboni yeah and there's Nothing wrong with that. I think we'd Definitely probably not. all do that.
0: It it would depend on the cost. Y- but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's also, he's getting something out of it because he is, I don't, he's not from Seattle, but he's got very close ties to Seattle. That's where he won his yeah. uh, championship and played a lot of his career in Seattle. And they seem to love him there. I mean, ev- everywhere he's from, they love him. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter where Marshawn Lynch went,
1: they love him there. Now, having invested mm-hmm. and done his dream of driving Zamboni. Do you think he's going to put himself on the team now? Now that he's a minority (laughs) stakeholder. (laughs) I wouldn't put it past him. (laughs) And also, I wouldn't put it past him him being
0: amazing at it. (laughs) Because he used to just run people over when he played football. (laughs) Just literally just skate as fast as he could into people. (laughs) Just be the the goon. Just go in and smash everyone. (laughs) There couldn't be a better person to be on your ice hockey team. Like, if it comes to fighting time... Who else do you want on your team other than mm. Marshawn Lynch? Yeah. he would destroy anybody?
1: If he fought. It doesn't seem like a fighter to me. No, nah,
0: he's definitely not a fighter. But I think if it came to it, I, he probably wouldn't need to fight that much because he's so massive yeah. and so dangerous that people just wouldn't fight him. <laughs> they just go down, <laughs> just take a dive. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great week. <laughs>
1: Thank you for listening. If you want to find more of our episodes... You and can why f- wouldn't you? Well, everybody does. I mean, everyone.
0: Everyone I, in the world. I don't
1: know how they found this one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how anyone finds podcasts, to be honest. It's impossible.
1: <laughs> but you can find ours yes. on our website, which is uh, backseatcoaches.co.uk. You can.
0: You can get involved with us on Facebook. We are Backseat Coaches Podcast on Facebook. We've got a little cheeky page.
1: Or send us a tweet on Twitter, at Backseat Coaches. Yeah.
0: We do all kinds of fun stuff on Twitter. I posted a thing about wrestling robots the other day on Twitter. There's a little video of robots wrestling. So if you want to see that, go to Twitter.
1: You, you get any retweets? No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can also find us on Podchaser, which is a good like podcast aggregator. They're pretty cool. Or iTunes. Yeah.
1: And if you do it through iTunes, give us a little five-star review.
0: Anywhere you find us, give us five
1: stars, please. If, Please. if you see us in the street, just give us like five stars.
0: I'd love, oh, do you know? Like Milky Way stars. stars. No, Milky uh, Way stars. That's oh, what we want. nice. So go and buy some and give them to me. <laughs> <laughs> Tweak stuff or keys.
2: <laughs> You're liars.
0: This is very Christmas and very glorious.
2: <laughs> see you, suckers.